And it has been nearly 24 hours since anyone has seen 11-year-old Audrey Cunningham. Take a good look at your screen right now. She was last seen wearing a black hoodie with white lettering and black pants on Lakeside Drive in Livingston. She also had a camel backpack. If you have seen Audrey or know where she is, please call the Polk County Sheriff's Office. Today, though, we're going to be talking about a missing person, a little girl that went missing yesterday. Her, her name is um, Audrey uh, Cunningham, uh, according to her parents. She went to the bus stop and they didn't, she didn't come home from school. Come to find out she never got on the bus and she's been missing ever since. Police have spoken about a person's of interest. We're going to go into who that person possibly is. They haven't publicly announced who it is, but there's been uh, some sightings of police with and detectives with a certain individual. But this is the little girl that's gone missing uh, yesterday, 11 year old, beautiful little girl. You know, if you've seen anything, if you, if you hear anything or think you've seen this little girl somewhere, please reach out as soon as possible. So the last known sighting, Audrey was seen around 7 a.m. Thursday in the Hunter Block of Lakeside Drive in Livington. As per the Amber Alert, disturbingly, details surrounding the circumstances of her disappearance have yet to be disclosed, hiding concerns for her well-being and safety. So it, it mentions disturbing and details. Do you think they found something, Blue? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, that's not a normal words they would put in there. You know, they would put just missing, missing child. They would put the amber alert out, and then if it was a car they saw, they would put they would put the car. But that's pretty alarming to me that they put those words in there. Yeah, it is. It is to me as well. No information on suspect. The issued amber alert unfortunately lacks any information regarding a possible suspect, adding complexity to the search efforts. As authorities intensify their investigation, the community remains on high alert, vigilant for any clues and leads that could aid in Audrey Audrey's swift recovery. Here's another couple photos of this little girl. This is her mother. This is Cassie Matthews. And now from what I understand, she at the time or currently, I don't think she has like custody of of Audrey um, based on some text messages that have been released. And we're going to go through those text messages as well. I, I don't think that she has custody right now. I think she was in custody of her father. This is her father, Joshua Cunningham. We'll read this. This is area around Lake Livingston Dam location of interest in search for Audrey Cunningham. Girl at center of Amber Alert. Several persons of interest are being investigated in the disappearance of 11-year-old Audrey Cunningham. Several persons. That's at least three. Yeah. Interesting. According to the officials with the Texas Department of Public Safety, during a news conference Friday afternoon, DPS officials said that Lake Livingston Dam is a location of interest and will be secured from the public as investigators patrol the area. The public is being asked to stay away from the area. Deputies will be protecting the location overnight as investigators leave the scene Friday night and will be back Saturday. Additional resources will be provided during Saturday's search for Audrey. All agencies, including FBI, Texas Rangers, have joined the Livingston Police Department in the search for Audrey, who was last seen at her home in the Hunter Block of Lakeside Drive in Livingston on February 15th at 7 a.m. Right, And that's supposedly where she was last seen. I think that's where the bus stop is as well. But this is where, you know, the 100 Block of Livingston is. And this is where they're searching. It's about two and a half miles away. What, what does that tell you, Blue? I just want to say it's, uh, I wonder if they're searching the water, maybe potential drowning, or maybe uh, they're searching for a body. It don't look like they're searching in the water. You know, okay. let's go back to uh, this image here. I don't think oh, that's, I mean, that could be the water. water. Yeah, it could be the water on the other side of that, but it doesn't appear to be the water. Yeah, Livingston's a good fishing lake, man. I've, I've always wanted to go check it out. Yeah, I know me too. I've heard of the lake. And I've heard that, that it's, you know, there's a lot of people out there, a lot of boaters. I think there's a specific time, you know, we'll, we'll, let's bring this up. So she went missing yesterday at 7 a.m. This is where they're searching. 
The location of the dam is several miles away from where Audrey was last seen. Audrey reportedly was wearing a black hoodie with a white lettering, Hello Kitty backpack, black pants, and a black high top tennis shoes. She has blue eyes, blonde hair, and is about four foot one. Deputy said Audrey was supposed to have caught the school bus, but did not. She also did not report to school. At 5.30 p.m., her parents alerted Polk County Sheriff's Office and DPS of an Amber Alert was issued. So they didn't, they weren't aware. Apparently the school did notify or send out a, some sort of notification to, to the parents regarding her not being, being there. Yeah. And that's pretty standard anywhere, man. Like, like if I keep my kids home from school, half the time I get a call mid afternoon and I'll get one after school, like after, after four or five, they'll call and say, this is uh, whatever district they're in. Your child did not attend school today. If you have the note, turn it into the note. If you're not aware of this, now you're aware. You know, what I mean, kind of in kind of message. Yeah, I mean, like you said, it's it's pretty standard. You're not wrong. This is from earlier. This is the update from DPS. Some investigative updates at this point, right now. Um, my name is Lieutenant Craig Cummings, C R A I G C U M M I N G S, spokesperson for the Texas Department of Public Safety, and here speaking on behalf of the uh, Polk County Sheriff uh, at his request. Um, I'm, today, I'm joined by Polk County Sheriff Iron Lyons, uh, Polk County District Attorney Shelley Sitton, San Jacinto County Sheriff Greg Capers, and then Polk County Precinct 2 Constable Cunningham, Bill Cunningham. Um, the location that we're at right now is a location of interest. Um, in a little while, you're going to see investigators leaving this scene. Um, we will be back tomorrow. Um, we will have deputies here to protect this location and the investigative efforts that have been uncovered up to this point. We are asking the public to stay away from this area. Um, and then tomorrow, we're going to have additional resources that will be on hand to help find Audrey. Um, and I want to reiterate that we are committed to bringing Audrey home. That's the reason why you see the collaborative effort here right now, all the law enforcement agencies to include the FBI uh, that have been assisting with this. Um, and we're asking the public to report any tips that they think will help us bring Audrey home to the Polk County Sheriff's Office or through our iWatch Texas app. So the fact that he's saying that they want to bring her home, uh, does that tell you that whatever, whatever information that they got, uh, that uh, that information isn't that she is no longer with us? And that's what it sounds like. It sounds like more they think she got maybe picked up or abducted. That's why I think the Amber Alert's out. If it was something else, I don't think they do Amber Alerts. But I don't think I saw on the alert if it was for a certain type of car. I didn't see anything. They, they, that's the thing. They didn't put anything on there. I actually got the Amber Alert. I didn't even get the Amber Alert until today. Yeah, I got it. You know, I got it around two o'clock, you know, just for y'all's information. We are from Texas. We're not that far away from where this is at. Uh, The whole nine yards. That can be done anonymously um, from your phone. So with that, I open it up for questions. Uh, We're we're protecting the investigative efforts. So this is a ongoing investigation. um, And so the investigators are doing an exceptionally good job at uh, at gathering information. And so um, that's what we're going to be protecting as they continue their work. Yeah, yeah. We don't want to go any farther than the investigative tools that we're using right now and then investigative leads that they've uncovered. Um, You know, this is a very fluid and active investigation with the sole focus of bringing Audrey home. Oh, we're not releasing that information now. Um, investigators are working um, on multiple ways that they are uh, uh, looking at, at that type of information. But right now, we're, live, we're, not, we're not releasing it. Is there any uh, evidence that you found This is a location of interest. Um, and so we are, that's the reason why we've got the effort. That's why we have the dogs here. That's the reason why the, uh, the boats have been here. Um, all of this in an effort to, to find Audrey. And, and our prayers are certainly uh, tonight and then tomorrow morning. And we ask for the public as well that uh, Audrey is uh, uh, brought home safe. Uh, 
yes, we still we have persons of interest in this case, and we have been at other locations. Um, hmm. They have a person of interest, and they've been to other locations. So that tells me that whoever they're talking to, that they probably didn't give them this detail here, right? Like, oh, you know, I pulled, I took them to this part of the lake or whatever. They probably got a warrant, got his locations, and saw that he was around this area. You know what I'm saying? Probably around 3 a.m. Yeah, I mean, that's a good thing about them being able to do the cell, the cell tracing. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they know somebody that's directly involved, they can get a warrant and try to find her. I mean, if, even if it might just be a body, but that would suck. Yeah. No, yeah, you're right. And the fact that there's multiple places as well, unless... Whoever the person of interest came in and said, yeah, I was at this location, then I went to that location and this location. You know, to be in these specific areas or at least in this one, I would think that more than likely it was probably picked up with some kind of cell service. This is a location of interest where we're putting our investigative efforts right now. Um, That would be a question for the FBI. Uh, Okay, and this that is a typical thing that will happen. Um, all the available resources that we can bring out here to help this. Uh, the FBI has a tremendous asset that they can that they bring to the table, um, and we're very appreciative of all of their efforts. So this is just one more tool that investigators are using to find Audrey. Um, I know that that, that term um, implies that. Um, we're not drawing any conclusions right now. Um, we still have a lot of information that we are going through. Um, and so there's a lot of uh, leads the investigators are following now. Um, we're not releasing that information. Uh, well, we don't know, um, but I can say that the DA is here, the sheriffs are here, because this is a collaborative effort. Uh, the DA brings a very particular set of skills that's essential for us as investigators to get the job done. So we're appreciative of her being here, um, working with us, so that we can um, make sure that all of the I's are dotted and T's are crossed um, in this investigation. Do you think that the reason the DA is there is because she probably has a list of the county sex offenders and they probably hit their houses to first oh, yeah. check? Yeah. That's probably yeah. why she's there. Yeah, that's that's you know, investigation 101 when you have a situation like this, you know, a, a missing person expected to be at school, didn't arrive at school, didn't, never got home, never went home, you know, can't find her. You know, first thing you're going to do is you're going to obviously look at the at, at the vicinity of the area where she was last seen and where she was supposed to have gone. Um, but if you can't find her and it's it's obviously gone into a situation where uh, she's missing, you know, the first thing you're going to do is pull up a list of uh, registered sex offenders in the area. Um, it's just due to the, the dark. So it's dark. We're not going to put boats in the water, um, but this also gives us an opportunity to regroup and then look at the information that we've got throughout the night and then come back out tomorrow. He said it was too dark to put the boats in the water. I mean, yeah, that might be a water edge behind them, though. Yeah, where that tree with those trees, they might be along the water edge, right? Right, yeah. Um, we, we're just not going any farther than that right now. Um, and so we are asking the public to stay away from the area, um, but um, uh, that's as far as we can go there. Uh, yeah, there are law enforcement drones that have been here. Um, we are bringing in divers um, as well. Again, this is all an effort to uh, uncover additional leads that will help bring Audrey home. Yeah, no, that, that's great. We don't want to give away any, any areas, but if people would review their cameras, if they find something suspicious that uh, they think would warrant the help of investigators or a review by, by our investigators, by all means, please call the Polk County Sheriff's Office. Um, and if it's an emergency, call 911 so that we can evaluate that information. That's a great question.
Yeah, well, unfortunately, right now, there just isn't more information that we can give. Like I explained in the press conference earlier, um, we have the we're trying to protect the investigate the integrity of this investigation. And that's the reason why and I can understand the public's concern um, that we're not giving out a lot of information. Um, but the end here is to find Audrey. Uh, and bring her home. And so that's what we're focused on right now. The um, um, And so there's additional information out there. We're just not releasing it. That's what the investigators are using to follow up on. Um, that's additional information that we're not releasing right now. Um, so, but again, we continue with investigative leads and following these things. Um, I know that there are a lot of questions that remain unanswered. Um, we are absolutely searching, searching to get this information so that we can get it to you and get it to the public. But our first priority has to be this investigation right now. That's the reason why we're here. Um, and that's the reason why we'll be back here early tomorrow morning uh, in hopes that we find Audrey soon. We haven't decided on the time. It's probably going to be somewhere in the neighborhood of Daybreak. Yeah, family's being cooperative and we certainly appreciate them and, and we appreciate the uh, community as well. Um, everyone has been exceptionally helpful um, in, in the efforts out here. So uh, we appreciate that. Um, with that, we're going to close it down. You'll see. All right. So let me pull up another one real quick that I had. It has a map on there uh, that'll kind of help us out a little bit. Yeah. Are you aware if a notification was ever sent to a parent that Audrey never made it to school yesterday? Uh, that would be a question for the school district. Did the school notify parents 11-year-old Audrey Cunningham did not make it to school? This is the question we're asking law enforcement tonight. Livingston ISD said yes, they did send out a notification when Cunningham did not make it to school. KPRC2's Rowan Belogan is live in San Jacinto County where investigators just wrapped up a news conference. Rowan. Uh, Keith, Candace, investigators telling us that they are calling it for the night with plans to return tomorrow morning and continue their search back in this location. This location, they spent hours here today that they've called a location of interest. Now, we are also, but without really going into further detail why this location is so important for them, investigators say the 11-year-old never made it to school yesterday. The district, Livingston ISD, telling us they did send a notification to Audrey Cunningham's guardian. They say it's a standard absence notification used across the state for when a student doesn't come to school a message is sent to family again they didn't go into who got it or when that message was sent now we are working to get more information on it for you all however the district did share with us a message they sent to families encouraging them to check their cameras take a look at this map if you live along the scenic loop fm 3126 2457 and 350 Make sure to check your cameras around the road itself. Officers, law enforcement today confirming they want people to check it, specifically for the time after 3 a.m. yesterday morning. 3 a.m. yesterday morning. Just remember that. 3 a.m. yesterday morning, yesterday being Thursday. Uh, Thursday morning being when she was supposedly dropped off at the bus stop. If they're looking for footage from before then, that means that they maybe suspect something may have happened before she supposedly got dropped off. I think that tells me uh, it tells me something. You know, supposedly someone, uh, the roommate of the father, dropped off Audrey at the bus stop that morning. You know, if he dropped her off at the bus stop, why would you be looking for things at three in the morning? Yeah, right. No, it's pretty crazy. They got they got they must know some more information than than what, than what they're putting out because it seems like it's turning more into a search party than a uh, a rescue than a rescue. Yeah, I, I I tend to agree with you, unfortunately, on that one. Let's continue this, though. But for, I mean, you never know, man. I mean, we've seen and heard of some crazy situations where people have been found and, and returned. You know, hopefully that's the case here. I'll take a closer look again at this app. Police say your cameras can help. Investigators say they're going to protect items using today's search as they have plans to be back here in the morning. So here's the roommate. This is the guy that is living with Joshua Cummings. This is a guy that has been living with Audrey's father. 
Audrey, from what I, I understand, is the per or not Audrey, um, Audrey's father, Joshua, from what I understand, had custody or if not custody, he she was living with him. I don't know if there was something set in stone or any of those type of things, but this is who he is. His name is Don Stephen McDougal. Like that tattoo right there, Big Blue. Yeah. Look at that. Ain't ain't scared. He does not seem like a friendly dude. Nah. Somebody busted up his head. This is from September 29, 2023. Not too long ago, maybe four, five months ago, maybe. Here's another picture of him right here on the left. I'm not sure who this person is. I don't think that's that's Joshua. That don't look like him. And if you look, if you search him on on swingers clubs, apparently he's in Lenison, Texas, looking for a couple to become friends with. They got more tattoos since uh, where you can see. Yeah. Oh yeah. And here's his rap sheet. Now a lot of these are are tickets and citations. You know, driving without a license, but he has an aggravated assault in, tw in 2000, DUI, minor in 01, evading arrest, reckless driving, evading arrest, resisting arrest, DWI felony, false report to peace officer, assault, family violence in 2000. Man, that's all of that's within a year. Failure to appear, public intoxication, driving while license suspended, possession of marijuana, under two ounces. Right, and that's just recreational use. Theft of firearms in, tw in 2002, unlawful carrying. I'm assuming they found him with a, vehicle, with a gun and, and oh. And DWI second offense. So he was probably drinking and driving, got pulled over, found a weapon in his vehicle that didn't belong to him. Yeah, he, Go ahead. He's probably on uh, restrictions from owning a gun. Yep. I mean, you, you go through here and you have arrest public. Uh, I saw assault on a deadly, on a public servant, which is you know assaulting a peace officer, a police officer, uh, aggravated assault in 2019, uh, possession of CSPG one gram, probably uh, cocaine or methamphetamine. Attempted indecency with a child enhanced enticing, 2008. He plead, he, he got a, plea to, a guilty plea or a no, no low contendere. Attempted indecency with a child enhanced enticing. So what he was doing, he was probably uh, text messaging or, or on some sort of app with a minor and attempting to lure them in. Yeah, that's crazy. Man. It's crazy how, like I noticed, like um, a lot of the small towns by lakes, it's a lot of people that do meth and crack i don't know why but it's just weird like same thing happening around canyon lake God. so these are some text messages that have been released uh some facebook messenger uh, messenger messages between uh, cassie matthews audrey's mother and stephen mcdougall uh the the roommate of the father joshua so i'm gonna go through some of these text messages ain't, he says ain't nothing wrong with me i wasn't meaning it disrespectful but it's something that you would want and i can't talk about it on here it's not something you can call me about i did call I just think the way you came about that was extremely inappropriate and was disrespectful to not only Justin, but me as well. And Justin is her current boyfriend. I went to her Facebook page and figured out who that guy was. She goes, what's up? I'm super effing livid right now, honestly, because I don't understand. And he goes, why are you livid? I never disrespected you. Your baby has been asking me about you. Now, I think this is the day before her disappearance. So this is uh, Valentine's Day. She goes, this all just came across weird and wrong. And Valentine's Day is not my favorite day. I lost my very first best friend on this day. And that just didn't sound right. And it looked bad. And I don't know. And then she goes, what do you mean asking you about me? What has she been asking? He goes, sweetie, I'm straight as I'm, I'm as straightforward as it comes. If you just if I was just talking to you to try to F, I would have done tried. And he, she goes, touche. I give you that. Do you think there was, you know, this argument that they're talking about now is probably some sort of flirtation in front of her? Yeah, yeah she probably thought it was coming on to her. Which is kind of weird also. I mean, this is the roommate of her, you know, child's father. He did like swinging. Man. That's true. You know, you know one of those things where they might have done it before. Yeah, you, you actually might be might be right. 
And then and then he goes, oh, yeah, they they have made it look like you're just horrible. I told her that you're doing good and you are fun to hang with. And she goes, when did she ask this? And he goes, she asked me this yesterday going to school. And she goes, I'm surprised she thought about me. Now, who they're talking about is Audrey. She's scared to see me because of their reaction, huh? I mean, didn't you say they kept her inside for a month after I seen her that day at Justin's mom's? She was at Justin's mom's. Justin is her current boyfriend. Why would her daughter be at her her current boyfriend's mom's house? To me, it sounds like that the mom lost custody. Well, Well, yeah, for sure. But why would her daughter be at her boyfriend's mom's house? Unless this guy is also like, you know, somehow related to this guy. Did she leave? Did she leave the, the boyfriend? And I don't, I don't I don't know. But it just sounds like they all know each other yeah. at the very least. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what it sounds like to know that much detail. Right. Well, I mean, just for for the for her little girl that is staying with her baby dad who has a roommate. And last time they kept her inside a month because she's seen her that day at Justin's mom's. And she's talking about a reaction that they had. It sounds like something pretty crazy happened. Something went down. Uh, she does this all the time. Yes, exactly. Yes, she is still not allowed outside by herself in the evening. They told her that you are in the woods. She is in, She is confused about the situation, but I told her that you are not hiding in the woods, but we talk. Do you think there's something to that? Like he sends something up that, you know, they're telling her that you're hiding in the woods. So maybe he can use that as an excuse later on saying maybe she went into the woods to find her mom. Maybe. Maybe this 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 uh, conversation is weird. Oh, dude, it gets weirder. It gets concerning. She goes, "What is wrong with him? Is he on drugs or that effing stress that that his mental has him thinking I'm gonna steal her in the night or that I live in the effing woods behind his mom's house? That's some serious crazy shit. Like they are." scaring her and brainwashing her with literally insane thoughts only a child would believe so she doesn't want to know me like they make it out to be makes me wonder if lucky has the beginning stages of his mom's mental problems and no shit talking just concerned for him in general as a person or tell me is that what the whole effing family just all throwed off in general acting like a effing cult or some shit might not want to drink the kool-aid man if you know what i mean he goes, not him. And she goes, not like I'm going to react upon this because I surely want, won't. I want what's best for my kid and being everything they fuel f- her head with wouldn't be anything in my favor. Like I said, I told him I talked to you. I'm assuming uh, that they're talking about baby dad, Joshua. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. She goes, it makes me sick to my stomach. They think that it's okay. She's as an innocent, fragile child mind and them um, warping it with chaos is not right, man. He goes, well, I don't. Well, don't, but I might take you out to the dock to fish and accidentally pull up with her to fish. Uh, kind of insinuating that he's going to take her out there, pull, bring her so that way she can, you know, there, there can be a, mind. yeah, exactly. And then she goes, the one by their house? And he goes, really anywhere? She goes, uh, that's asking for trouble and setting me up for failure. He goes, not at all. I do not in any way need to be set up to lose my child even more. So obviously she's gotten the child taken away from her for something. Lucky would lose it if he knew. And is this what she asked you to do? He goes, I'm your daughter's favorite person. And she would not tell. What does that sound like to you, man? I don't know. Man. It kind of sounds like, and this is my opinion, speculation. I don't know this guy or anything like that. And it almost sounds like somebody grooming somebody. Uh, maybe, but also could be, she could be. The favorite person and keep secrets. I don't know, dude. It could be the only person she confides in, man, in the house worth of. Uh, but the people. sex effect, the, the the guy that has a, a you know a history. Of, he does have a history. You know what I mean? I mean, there's more to that. You know, the guy that has a history, he's got a violent record, and 
Now he's, you know, her, her daughter's favorite person. And apparently they'll keep secrets about things. You know what I mean? And she, go, he, she goes, or what y'all maybe talked about for her to see me. She wants to meet you. I told her you, I, I told you I am on your team. I will do what I can. I want to meet her too. But if this comes back on me, bad, me bad in a way, in any way, I can lose her forever. And I would kill you then my, myself, man. No threat, but a promise. He goes, I would not. As long as no one says anything about it being set up, no one would even know. And she wouldn't say anything to them. There's a park down the road from my house. Would that be okay? And you and Justin would have to sit nearby and bullshit or pretend to do. You can listen if you need to. But for my protection as well, I couldn't be alone. I mean, just Justin can walk around the park and we can talk to you. This whole thing scares me and that's fine. Like for real, for real. I don't know, man. And then he goes, why doesn't she? It's okay. We don't have to. No, I want to. Just please understand that I am as scared as she is. She is not the only one to made to feel terrified about things like this and is sad because she is my daughter and I and I, her mother. We should be happy and excited to get to see each other or at least not scared to do so. Don't you see anything wrong with that man? Like, please understand. But yes, I want to see her. Yes, I want to talk to her and answer any questions she has truthfully, no matter how much it may hurt me. She deserves to know the truth on my end and also how much I do love her because at this point she's got to be questioning if I do or not. He goes, oh, I see the wrong. I see the wrong with it and I'm trying to fix what I see wrong. You're not a bad person and she deserves the chance to know that. When would you want to do this? He goes, do you want to do it tomorrow? Which would have been the day that she went missing. Does he think the mom's a person of interest? I don't know, man. I mean, to, to a certain extent, it almost looks like they're setting up a situation mm -hmm. where her mom can take her. Yeah. Or at least meet her, you know, and talk to her. But, you know, uh, meeting in the woods, you know, meeting in a park, you know, they're searching this wooded area. And I'm not saying that's what it is. It just kind of kind of seems that way. She goes, look, it's one thing to have you say it. But before we meet tomorrow at that park, I need to hear her say it herself either in the video either in video or on the phone that this is what she wants is to meet me and talk to me she doesn't have to say nothing more or nothing less please you don't know what i've been through trying to have anything to do with her or the harassment from his friends and such because of the lies they have been told i need reassurance he goes okay i will take her to school tomorrow so he said he's taking her to school tomorrow after school correct he goes yes what time would i need to be at the park so you can guarantee i will hear her say it's what she wants me wants to be there. She, she wants me to be there. He goes, yes, I will take her to school and have you on the phone. She goes, I will not force anything on her. Seems there's been enough of that already. OK, when do you take her to school at seven? She goes, OK, I'll be awake by 630 or 640. And then around midnight, just shortly after midnight, when she has to be up at 630. She's like, I do love her and pray this is no setup for more bad things to come to me. But all I want is to know my child. Good night. I hope I hear from her tomorrow. So that was around 1230, in, in, uh, just after midnight. And then at 631, she says, morning. He says, good morning. She goes, I hope to hear from her this morning. And please let her know that if she changed her mind, that is perfectly OK, too. I understand. Don't want her feeling pressured. And he doesn't respond. So the only response up to that point is just good morning. Yeah, so, man. I, I think uh, what if the little girl panicked and just ran away? I mean, that's possible. But she'd been living with this guy. She'd known this guy. Yeah. This is a friend of her dad's that's been staying there. So 319, she goes, so I know it's not going to be a thing today, but when she's re ready, please let me know. Y'all have a good day, man. I guess because she never contacted him or anything like that. And he goes, yes, ma'am. Like nothing there, right? And that's at four o'clock almost. I mean, he never answered saying, you know, she doesn't want to talk to you. She does want to talk to you. No, this or that. And then a couple of hours later, he goes, hey, have you seen Audrey? I dropped her off at the bus and she didn't get on the, she didn't get on and hasn't gotten home. 
And she goes, no, Stephen, where the F is my kid? It is. It is weird. Yeah. Do you think that do you think that maybe he did drop her off at the bus, but he asked her about meeting meeting mom and yeah. she didn't want to? She probably she probably had a sense of fear. Like she, like the, the like she said in the beginning, it took a month for her to leave the house because she was scared. She was scared. No, no, no. Her. I don't think I don't think it took her a month. I think that they kept her in a month and they were telling her that her mom was hiding in the woods. Yeah. Right. Uh, so yeah. she never arrived home after, you know, she supposedly he dropped her off at the bus i dropped her off at the bus and she didn't get on and hasn't gotten home i mean i would have to it's just hard they would have to be looking for witnesses you know if he dropped her off at the bus it's got to be a bus stop they got to be other children there so they would be able to identify if she was dropped off or not yeah especially if she has like a little bus friend that you know they talk to each other on the way to school so that's one way we'd find out if she did get dropped off what about the fact that they're you know they were asking for video up to three in the morning if he dropped her off at the bus stop around seven, maybe um, there's more to these text messages that we don't know about. Or, yeah. Or the father's text messages. Who knows? So this is a response from Stephen uh, McDougall. I definitely didn't hurt that baby. Anyone that knows me knows I didn't. And my whereabouts was right there knocking on doors, trying to find video footage. Yes, of course. I got took to the station and questioned all night and I was let go because I didn't do anything. But what I do on a regular basis. So he's come out saying that he didn't do anything. He was out there trying to help. Yeah. And he would take her to the bus stop on a daily basis because that sounds like what the dad entrusted in him. So he, he said that he went to the station. They had him there and they um, they talked to him all night. I don't know when these were taken, but I, I would assume if they found out about seven o'clock at night that she was missing, it got dark around that time, given the how much light is there. I would assume this is today. And this is this is him right here to the right. These are detectives and a police officer speaking with McDougal. So I wonder if they found something else and they're going back for more questioning. Yeah. I mean, what has, what has come out from the dad or what kind of reports have come out from dad or dad side? You know, for dad, I think he I don't know, man. I haven't heard anything from dad, to be honest with you. I think he's he went to work is what he's saying. But this was at 225, so this was today. This was today or this afternoon. Yeah, he's not in cuffs. He's just talking to the cops. Huh? He, yeah. It might be some other people and persons of interest. I mean, what if he did do what he said? Like, he dropped her off, and she didn't get on the bus. And what if she walked away? She, children at that age, man, they're, they go through a lot of, like, I want to say, a lot of mental issues, even though they're young. And if they have her that scared, or she's that scared of meeting her mom, maybe she just panicked. Yeah, that's possible. Know. I mean, this is the area. This is a uh, chopper view while they were searching uh, for uh, the specific area. And, and so you can kind of see how, how wooded it is in this area, how dense that put, is. Somebody put that. So here's the dam. It's a big lake, man. It ain't a small lake. It's no, it ain't. A lot of swampy areas. And it's rural. Yeah, it sure is, man. If, you, if you're going to, if somebody, somebody gets lost, let's just say she walked off. It'd be, uh, be concerning. So you see where they're at right there? Here's the here's that line that they were they were looking at. This is where they were setting up that conference. From this, I'll be able to tell on on Google Maps where where exactly they were searching for. I hadn't seen this. I, I saw it obviously, and I put it on here, but I didn't actually watch it. So I'll be able to I, I can tell where this is. You at the lake entrance right there, man. Yeah, right there. Looking. That is true. What's this? Like the tape. It could be. Tape. Yeah, it could be tape. I think that's what it is. Crime scene tape. And they're on that side of the crime scene tape. So yeah, that would make sense. That it might be something there. You know, 3 a.m., if this guy's got a boat, he can get out here, get on the boat, you know, dump something, dump the body if that's end up, unfortunately, what happened. Hopefully, 
and we pray that it's not, you know, but if something like that happened, you know, like I can be back and on the phone at seven, seven o'clock talking to, uh, to, uh, to her mother, pretending to be on the way to the, to the bus stop. Yeah, that, that is true. But yeah. They're, they're at another one right there too. Well, that's a mobile command. It's, 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 I just said it's a lot of times, but it is, uh, it's blocked off right there. You can see the tape. Yeah. yeah and that looks like a, like, there's a lot of ways or areas you can drive back there. Given how close it is to the water, and I don't know when the last time it rained there, it's been raining here off and on. There could be some tire tracks around there, but that's another way to get into the lake. Yeah, it looks like it's a trail. A trail, and some walking trail. Oh man, they cleared that area down. Look at that. They, they, there has to be something concrete for them to do something like that. They cut down those trees. That's a lot of clearing, man. That is a lot of clearing. Look, there's something blue right there in the middle. You see that? It looks like a bag. I would yeah. I assume they would see that. You know, I would assume that, you know, given how clear it is and from this angle, you can see what looks like a duffel bag in the middle of the dang screen there, that they would see that as well. I don't know. There's I didn't a see any there. A lot of chainsaws. It looks like it's been cleared before. No, nah, they cleared out some of the area. They, they were talking about that in one of the press conferences, that they got some excavation equipment to clear out certain areas that they were looking for, locations of interest. So, yeah, they definitely cleared this out. Yeah. They need to get a, a cedar eater. Those things are nice, man. Just yeah. brush like that, and it's gone in a second. I'll cut down. For those that are listening on the audio side only, uh, we're looking at, at helicopter footage of the area where enforcement find a place of interest. What is that? Oh, that's for the drone. I mean, they're looking through the brush. Maybe if she lost, they need a they need to do thermal. It's, yeah. Walking through that brush is thick, and you can't see twenty feet in front of you. If 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 she if she is if she is passed, right? She passed yesterday. Would she still be visible from you know heat sensory, uh, or would her no. temperature be too low at that point? That'd be too low at that point. Yeah. That's what I thought too. You lose what like two degrees per hour. I think that's what the the, the rule is two two degrees per hour. Yeah. And if you got covered her with dirt, you wouldn't see her. It's unfortunate, man. It's just super sad. And I, at first, I didn't understand the story when I I hadn't read it. I thought like I thought at first she lived with mom and mom let her walk to the school bus. But yeah. No, this is different. Like freaking like, rafts. Yeah, they're like little um, fishing rafts. Or some people actually live out there, man, in the water, in the little huts. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think somebody may live in there, dude. I I think I sent you a video today of these guys that have. Um, these cabins out in uh, out in Corpus Christi Bay, and they're like thirty miles out, and yeah. they're just floating little houses out in the middle of the bay. You see, this is why cops sometimes miss things. These guys are in deep conversation, while the only one looking is this guy off to the left, and every now and then the guy on the right pans out. You know what I mean? Plus, there should be somebody on point on the front, I and mean, the driver's always got to be able to see. But if you're looking in the water, yeah, because they, they're using sonar. Yeah, they're they're probably. Yeah, they're probably the, the guy in the middle is probably definitely doing that. But the guys on the outside, I mean, they don't need you don't need three officers to look at one screen. And it's going too fast for sonar. Yeah, that would be pointless at that point. You got to go slow for sonar. Yep. So I think they're just kind of looking for anything obvious, you know, floating on the surface, things like that. Yeah. And I mean, the body does floats. go down for a while and then it floats after a certain time. But man, that would suck if that happened. Let's see. That's, that's thick to walk through. Just, it ain't. I've never been out to this. Like, I wonder if there's. Oh, this is where they did the press conference. It was that close to the street. I didn't know it was that close to the street. I thought it was way up in there. No, the road was right by it. It's like a little. That's crazy. Well, from the view from the camera, all you could see was you know, that tree line behind them. 
let's see what's on the other side of those trees. Lake. It's the it's the lake. Yeah. Or the, the, and this is where it was this is where it was closed off at. This is where there's some trails that lead into into the water. Huh. I mean, that's not very far into the water. I mean, off the highway. I wonder how busy this area is at night. If anybody saw anything. I think that maybe perhaps they took his GPS and that's why they're looking in this area. Do you think there's gators there? Honestly, they, they could be, but it's close to Houston. Because uh, even there, here in uh, Calaveras, there's, a few, there's like one or two little gators that, that are there. And all the way up the east coast of Texas, there's gators all the way up, especially like Three Rivers. That area has has gators. Yeah, there is gators in that area. I looked it up. There's signs that say, go in your own risk. Yeah, I like when you go fishing at Three Rivers, the sign says, uh, fish at your own risk. Uh, gators can run 30 miles per hour. Like, damn it, I can pretty run like five. So <laughs> just the zigzag, bro. Zigzag. <laughs> zigzag. They can zigzag too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I saw it on something. You got a zigzag.